Back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host of the most, Sam the Bomb. Back with some more news. It is May 8th, 2020. Um, man, I can't believe it's already May. It's like everyone, <laughs> we're all kind of going through the same thing slightly, you know. It's like where our days are melting together, you know, and we all want things to go back to normal. It sucks. It's a bummer. But I hope you guys are staying safe and staying home and. I was going to release more AOQ apps this week and I didn't, but I I uh, I got one in the I got one in the the pipe right now. So hopefully you guys can listen to that soon. I want to try and keep making you guys extra content as much as I can before I have to go back to work even though when I go back to work, uh, it'll still be kind of slow, so I probably won't even be there every day, but we'll see. You know what? It's crazy. Things are crazy right now. So stay stay there, hang tight stick together we'll be all right stay safe you know wash your hands wear a mask all that nonsense or you know not nonsense but all that good stuff rather so i do have a huge newscast for you today and um i just gotta say that i don't know if i say this often enough i feel like maybe i say it too much but then some other times i don't say it often enough but everyone who listens to anime summit whether it's the newscast or the podcast or whatever whatever it is you do um or every episode i know there's a lot of you out there who listen to like like you start at like you know the latest episodes and then you go back and listen to the whole our whole you know catalog and thank you guys so much um the last two years i haven't been doing the best mentally and this year i thought it was i was gonna do better and then the pandemic happened and it's like the past couple of weeks, I have not been doing... The past couple of months, actually, I mentally have just not been doing the best. Um, but something, something that I can always count on, you know, twice a week, at least, is coming to the microphone and recording. I forget about all my problems, you know, and I have so much fun just talking about nerdy stuff. And I really appreciate everyone who listens because it's because you're listening that I'm able to like keep doing it every week and um as me nick and danny go forward i just want to say thank you i i sure i speak on behalf of them too when i say thank you thank you so much for listening every week you guys are amazing and we love you and i love you and i'll always love you so thank you so much so let's get into it all right i gotta whew. Man, I always have, like, I, I, like, open up every tab. I have so much news. Like, I have a shit ton of news. So we'll start off with the non-anime nerdy stuff first, and then we'll get into the anime news. A little break in between, just like we do every week. And then, yeah, and then I got a little thing at the end for anime news. It's a little little kind of awesome piece. So um, some news we got today, actually. So here we go. World-famous Met Museum offers 400,000 art pieces for free in Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing New Horizons is a welcome respite for many during these uncertain times. Players have turned to Nintendo Switch game to hold virtual celebrations and spend time together with their friends. The game can help alleviate... Blah, blah, blah. And they're just kind of going off about um, how Animal Crossing is awesome. While certain, certainly not a replacement for the real thing, New York's 
world-famous Metropolitan Museum of Art is offering 400,000 iconic art pieces to Animal Crossing players. They can't be displayed in Blathers Museum, but can otherwise be placed anywhere on the game's tropical islands. To start, players can visit the Met's entire virtual collection on its official website and narrow the display results to those under open access. After selecting a piece of art, visitors will find a share icon directly beneath the art. Clicking it brings up the usual choices, direct link, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, and Pinterest followed by Animal Crossing's Leaf logo. Clicking the Leaf logo will bring up the option to crop the art and generate a QR code. These QR codes work with the Nook Link function in the Nintendo Switch Online mobile app. So, with that, players are well on their way to owning virtual Renoir or Botticelli. The Met has joined other two other museums that privately owned M. Woods Museum in Beijing at a virtual exhibition within the game where visitors can per, uh, or peruse works by Andy Warhol, David Hockney, Liu Yang, Nicholas Party. Um, Los Angeles' Getty Museum is also helping spread fine art through the Animal Crossing world with the Animal Crossing Art Generator. The generator is currently being used by the Met and the Getty, but can also be used for open access art at any museum listed here, and there's a link there. What's really cool is what I've seen during this pandemic is a lot of museums and, like, tours of famous places, like, doing virtual tours and stuff, which is really cool um, for free, you know what I mean? And, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. So that's pretty sweet. So if you're at Animal Crossing right now, you can do that go to the Met Museum's website. <clears throat> we got the Xbox Series um, live stream where they talked about all the games and stuff, and I have a list of games right here um, of what they revealed. And actually, some of these things were, like, revealed already, like, as, like the devs released trailers of them already, so it's like... This is not this is not anything that's like exclusive. This is just a bunch of stuff that they're naming off that are gonna be on the system. You know, a lot of these are gonna be on PC and PlayStation Four also, or PlayStation Five also. So it's like, okay, whatever. But there's the Ascent, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Bright Memory Infinite, which actually looks pretty cool. Um, Call of the Sea, Chores, or <laughs> Chores. It's chorus, but it's like the logo. It's like Chores, Chores. Chorves, let's play Chorves. Cyberpunk 2077, Dirt 5, Gears 5, Halo Infinite, um, The Lord of the Rings Gollum, uh, Madden NFL 21, The Medium, which actually looks pretty cool too, uh, Microman, where you become the smallest man on earth in this new adventure game from developer Glob Games. Uh, it's pretty cool, um, not to be confused with the original DOS game Microman where you go into a computer. But yeah, Microman. And it's like Honey, We Shrunk the Kids, the game, kind of, which looks really cool. Orphan of the Machine, Outriders, Scarlet Nexus, which is by Bandai Namco. Um, pretty cool anime. Uh, what do you call it? What do you call those games? The Hack and Slash Adventure, like Devil May Cry. Scorn, Second Extinction, which is like fucking zombie dinosaurs. Holy shit. Senwa's Saga, Hellblade 2. Um, I heard that game was really sweet. Soulborn. Uh, based on Norse, Norse mythology, Norse mythology, Vampire: The Masquerade, Bloodlines Two, WRC Nine, Yakuza Like a Dragon, um, and likely coming to Xbox Series X, but not yet confirmed. Battlefield Six and The Elder Scrolls Six, Everwild, Gods and Monsters, Observer System Redux, Rainbow Six Quarantine, Starfield, Watch Dogs Legion. So yeah, there you go. Um. 
It's you know, it's 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 okay. That's okay, I guess. What is what else I thought was really cool was, so do you remember how Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? Um, they put up that tweet like a few months ago that was basically like, no, like you're gonna buy the game one time. If you if you happen to buy the game, for the Xbox One, and you buy the Xbox Series X later, we will port your, we will give you a copy. To for we'll give you a digital copy to have on the Xbox Series X. We're not going to make you buy the game twice. Um, it kind of seems like Xbox Series X has now kind of decided that that was the route to go, and they will. They have announced titles that will support the smart delivery initiative that lets players buy one game and have it follow them if they upgrade to the Series X. So that is pretty cool. I that's one thing that Xbox I think has a leg up on right now on the PS4 which I think is crazy. Um but yeah, dude. Um I think we need more information. I think I feel like people are waiting for more info right now. Like we're only we're technically only like if you think about it, we're only like 6 7 months away from the PlayStation 5. And you think we would hear a lot more about it right now? Um then again, I don't think we will hear like the bulk of information until probably the end of summer or in the summer, um, and we're still kind of in spring now. So, but yeah, I, I'm excited to, to learn more either way. Warframe's Devery Paradox slides into next year. If you're a big Warframe uh, player, I you know what? I tried to play this game, and I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. It, was, it seemed fun. Though. I might try it on the PS4 and not on uh, PC, but... Yeah, this is um, uh, a new expansion to the game where you control the Tenno. Uh, we need more clarity from... Oh, wait, that's uh, that's what I just said about Xbox and PlayStation 4. Uh, not that one. Switch Brawler Ninjala delayed until June due to the pandemic. Um, it is like a... It looks really cute. It's like this... It almost kind of reminds me of Splatoon. Um, it's by Gung Ho Games, I think. Wait, isn't Gung Ho the people who made, who did, what do they make? Gung Ho Online Entertainment. Ragnarok Online and Puzzles and Dragons. That's what they've done. Yeah, they're making, oh, they've done, they're, yeah, they're they're doing Ninjala. Okay, Ninjala is a freedom, free-to-play multiplayer action video game being developed by Gung Ho Online. Unveiled at E3 2018, it was originally released for... It was supposed to be released May 27, 2020, but it was delayed almost another month due to the pandemic, which is the article I was just about to read you. But yeah, it, it almost looks like... It kind of reminds me of Splatoon. It's like a like a, like a a brawler, and you have like these foam swords or foam bats, kind of. Um, looks pretty cute. Um, but yeah, that is delayed. So anyone who was excited for that, that is delayed until June 24th, um, so next month. Uh, Switch sales top 55 million. <laughs> Animal Crossing New Horizons is over 11 million. Now, I do have to say this. Um, for those of you who are not in the Discord, I did last on the last newscast, I was I, I had said something like, oh, if you're selling a Switch, you know, let me know. Or not the last one, but the one before. I do not need one anymore. I found one. I found a Switch Lite. I was looking for an OG one, um, but I happened to come across a Pokemon Special Edition one that a buddy of mine was selling for 150 bucks. So I couldn't pass that up as a portable collector. 
and someone who just loves the deal, that is a great deal considering that to find that brand new still is pretty expensive and even used is pretty expensive. Um, but my buddy needed cash, so I got it for 150 bucks. So I have a switch light, and Trisha's got a switch light now because she ordered it from Amazon. Shout out to Sean for posting that link. So we're both playing Animal Crossing right now. So yeah, actually, technically, I'm still looking for an OG Switch, though, because um, I want to be able to play games on that bitch, um, like docked, you know what I mean? But either way, uh, let me know. Uh, even if it's broken, I'll take it because I can I can probably fix it. I might be able to fix it. But yeah, dude, that is uh, those are some high numbers, yo. Ultra Instinct Goku comes to Dragon Ball Fighters on May 22nd. He is the second character in the new the new pack the new uh, character pack. Uh, first one was Kefla. Um, yeah, basically this game now is Goku the fighting game. <laughs> but the trailer did look pretty cool. Um, I'm really, it, it's, it's just, it's getting kind of annoying because people keep, I mean, a lot of us keep posting on the internet everywhere about which characters we want to see. And we just keep getting Goku, every fucking character pack. We're just getting a Goku and it's like, come on, dude. Whether that's in the form of like, um, you know, kid Goku or, uh, Super Saiyan Blue or Vegito or Gogeta. You know, it's just like, come on, dude, shit. Just give us, give us, give us a fucking, you know, uh, give us Evil Boo. Give us the, the black version of Evil Boo, you know, because we have Mr. Boo and Kid Boo, but we don't have, like, Super Boo or anything like that. Or give us, give us another movie one. Give us, like, uh, Cyborg 13 or something like that. Or give us... For, you put Kid Goku, the GT Kid Goku in there. Put a fucking GT character in there. Put Baby Vegeta. You know what I mean? Like, that'd be sick. That'd be crazy. That'd be super sick. I would love to see that. Samurai Showdown Games trailer highlights uh, Iroha. SNK began streaming a trailer for its Samurai Showdown game on Thursday. The video previews Iroha, who will debut for the game on May 13th as a DLC character in the second season pass. Um, she is pretty cool. She, it almost looks like she's wearing, like, a... It almost looks like she's wearing like a, a a maid outfit, but it's like a maid ninja outfit, and she's got these two huge, like, I don't even know what you call that. Oh, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like the double sided like blade thing that the the production model Ava's use in End of Evangelion, except hers is in two halves and she can put them together but like she uses them in two halves which is pretty sweet that looks really cool she looks really cute um and that looks really sweet so i still haven't played this game man it's on my it's on my steam wish list i might have to cop just so i can play it because i still haven't played it um king of fighters all-stars is doing a collab with wwe for those who don't know what king of fighters all-stars is it's a mobile game kind of like gotcha style mobile game where you have king of fighters characters and you fight bitches and stuff it's doing a collab with wwe and a lot of people were kind of like you know wildly shocked at that um at the same time these gotcha mobile games from japan do this kind of shit all the time like there is grand like there's that one that did a collab with guilty gear puzzles and dragons did an evangelion collab and a dc heroes thing like collab thing and yeah so i mean they do this kind of stuff all the time so, like, it, it it wasn't surprising to me. 
Um, but it's it's yeah, it looks pretty cool, man. Just imagine, imagine Rock Howard <laughs> from King of Fighters and The Rock, just like fighting each other, or not fighting each other, but fighting alongside each other, even like that'd be sick. That would be cool. That would be super sweet. Yes. Um, Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath is the new expansion that adds a new character, or new characters and a new story. If you if you guys don't know what happens in Mortal Kombat 11, I won't I won't spoil it. But basically, it all started with Mortal Kombat 9, which I would say is like the rebirth or reboot of the series, in my opinion. Um, it still continues from Mortal Kombat Armageddon. But yeah, Mortal Kombat 9 from the 2000, from 2011, was it? 2000, yeah, whatever. 2011-2012. Basically, Raiden has a vision. So his future self goes back to his past self where he was in Mortal Kombat 1 and goes, this is what's going to happen. We're going to have an Armageddon if you don't, you know, change this shit the way it is. And basically it gets so fucked up to the point where it's like, okay, well, fuck, you know. And then Mortal Kombat X happens and some shit happens there. And Mortal Kombat 11 um, has like a really, really expansive story on how shit goes down in that. And um, you basically fight this person named Kronika who's like a time god. And it's, yeah. I won't say like what happens exactly. But Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath expands on that story from like one of the endings and it's like it's crazy it looks really cool and they did show a trailer of three new characters teasing one of them at the end fujin the god of wind who first made his debut in i think mortal kombat 4 and then shiva everyone knows shiva she's in mortal kombat 3 she's basically like she's um of the shokan race which is like goro and kentaro and them and then robocop dude fucking robocop fucking murphy dude Murphy, RoboCop. Hell yeah. That is crazy. Um, Boba Fett returns in The Mandalorian Season 2. The Mandalorian's Disney Plus is a critically acclaimed star space western series by Jon Favreau. Continues to bolster its Season 2 cast. In March, it was reported that actress Rosario Dawson would be taking on the role of Anakin Anakin Skywalker's apprentice from Star Wars The Clone Wars for the second season as Ahsoka Tano. And people reported that Boba the Fett is joining the season two cast. That is pretty cool. I mean, everyone was kind of wondering that. Like, everyone was kind of wondering if The Mandalorian was Boba and all that stuff because this takes place, like, after episode... uh, It takes place after episode six, I think, right? But it's like, yeah, it's some shit. I don't know, man, but it looks cool, man. I'm I'm excited. I still haven't seen the, the original Mandalorian. I should watch it. Um, I do have Disney Plus, but yes, uh, Boba the Fett. Um, this is not really news, <laughs> but you know the movie Cats was just like this big fucking weird, ugly looking movie. And Judy Dench recently did an interview, and she was like, "My costume looked like five foxes fucking on my back." That was pretty hilarious, and I just wanted to share that with you because that's hilarious. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse almost included Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield cameos. Um, apparently they pitched that, um, they pitched that to Sony and like the producers and stuff. And then they said that was too soon. 
So that could still happen, and people are still pushing for it. So that would be really cool. Taika Waititi fans are beyond excited that he's directing a new Star Wars movie in a recent... Um, uh, because May the 4th was this week. May the 4th be with you, by the way. Um, Monday was May the 4th, a.k.a. Star Wars Day, and Lucasfilm took the opportunity to announce two new projects. One of the projects will be a new film that's set to be helmed by Taika Waititi, who is best known for directing Thor Ragnarok, Jojo Rabbit, and all these other great films. Uh, trying to debunk reports of his Star Wars arrival earlier this year, the fan-favorite filmmaker has now broken his silence on the new gig, and he said, guess it wasn't a rumor after all, he wrote on social media. Um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, I'm excited for that. Taika Waititi is really cool. He's a cool dude. Um, uh, every Here's a list of every Star Wars project confirmed or rumored in development, speaking of which. Um, confirmed Ryan Johnson trilogy. Before writer-director Ryan Johnson's The Last Jedi even hit theaters, Lucasfilm was so excited by what the filmmaker brought to the saga that they solidified plans to allow the filmmaker to head into uncharted waters with this new trilogy of films. I'm not sure what that trilogy is going to be. Uh, I know a lot of people wasn't a fan of the way Ryan Johnson did things, so I'm not sure what they're going to have him do. Um, three big screen adventures is confirmed. One by Kevin Feige. Um one by Taika Waititi, and Mandalorian Seasons 2 and 3, uh, a Cassian Andor series, um, and an Obi-Wan series, which we knew about. Um, another series where where the main cast is femme-fronted, an Ahsoka Tano series with Rosario Dawson, probably going to be uh, heading that since she is going to be in The Mandalorian as Ahsoka Tano. And then a J.D. Dillard film. Um, I don't know who J.D. Dillard is. What has he done? I don't know. Then another animated project. Um, High Republic and Project Luminous, which I don't know what those are. A major initiative is coming from the publishing corner of Lucasfilm with Project Luminous set to explore an era set hundreds of years before any other canonical Star Wars adventures. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty cool. That is exciting, man. Uh, yeah, so keep an eye if you're a Star Wars fan. Keep an eye out for that. I'm a Star Wars fan. May the fourth be with you and all that all that good stuff. Harry Potter fans are loving Daniel Radcliffe's reading of The Boy Who Lived. Um, he recorded a video of him reading the first chapter of uh, of the novel called The Boy Who Lived. Um, it's you can find the video online and people were loving it. You know, it was it's really cool. I'm actually a big Harry Potter fan. I don't talk about it often just because J.K. Rowling is kind of a jackass, but I do love Harry Potter. Um, I've never read all the books. I've only seen all the movies, um, but I do love, yeah, I love Harry Potter. My house on Pottermore is a Slytherin. I'm in Slytherin. My Patronus is a cat, and no, I didn't try to sway the survey thing like that at all. I, I literally just took it how they told me to take it, and it, my Patronus ended up being a cat, so shut up. <laughs> like, fuck you. National Treasure 3 is still in development with original cast returning. We did announce, I did announce this on a newscast, like, probably a month ago or so. Um, and they just wanted to reassure everyone that they were still filming and still doing it up. The New Mutants is still being planned for theatrical release, despite 
most theaters being all theaters being closed right now. Many fans are eager to learn the fate of the New Mutants after it was pulled from release schedule for a fourth time and delayed and delayed and delayed. Um, they're still planning for a theatrical release. At this point, does anybody really care anymore? Like, <laughs> the New Mutants, like, we've been waiting for that film forever. Like, I swear to God, I saw the original trailer, like, two years ago. And I don't know, man crazy hereditary and jumanji star reportedly in talks for m night Shyamalan's latest thriller okay who here is a fan of m night Shyamalan's movies anyone i feel like every <laughs> i feel like he's the kind of guy who just every five every four or five films or so he nails it and then the rest of them are just garbage <laughs> like m night Shyamalan, man i don't know he's just he's crazy uh, Shane Chi's set, vid- uh, set video could reveal the movie takes place during unexplored era in the MCU. Shane Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is quietly bubbling with the potential to be a major game changer for the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Phase 4. The origin story of Shane Chi, Marvel's anointed master of kung fu, will finally peel back the curtain on the true face of the Ten Rings crime syndicate and its leader, the Mandarin. In doing so, many fans expect that Shane Chi will reveal a whole new web of evil influence, both criminal and mystical. That's at work in the MCU, and based on some recent set photos, it looks like Shang-Chi could also open the door to an unexplored era of the MCU. The scene from Shang-Chi shows Shang-Chi and Aquafina's character arriving in a cab to some seedy location in an Asian city or city district. It's just a quick establishing shot to show the character arriving and exiting the cab, seemingly tracking down some kind of lead as they walk the characters past the wall with the year 2020 printed in graffiti on it. The question is... Is that graffiti supposed to be a part of the movie scene, or is it just a natural coincidence of the set location? The reason that question needs to be answered is because of the massive time jump that occurred in Endgame. After Thanos caused the snap in Infinity War, there were five long years of half-dead Earth before Scott Lang escaped the quantum realm in 2023. So, yeah, there was a there's a there's a time jump there. So like, 2020. If it's 2020 in the MCU, that means half of the Earth is still gone and trying to figure shit out. You know what I mean? So they're they're wondering if Shang-Chi could take place in that, which would be really cool, or it could be a coincidence. James Gunn reveals status of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 skip. Speaking of Marvel, script. Uh, fans of both Marvel and DC have a lot to look forward to when it comes to James Gunn content. The director was lucky enough to wrap up production on the Suicide Squad before the coronavirus shutdown. Many productions, in, and he's also got the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 in the works. Excuse me. He revealed earlier this year that he'd already begun working on a threequel script, and he's revealed some fun info about the long-awaited movie on social media. <laughs> According to a recent tweet, it appears that Gunn is pretty far along in the writing process. In fact, he might not even be done. He said, he tweeted, Writing a first draft of a screenplay is like a zebra. I knew a guy once who had a pet zebra. It was pretty tame. He'd pet it and nuzzle it, feed it carrots and stuff. I said, what is it, just like a horse? He told me. He told me, no, Gunn tweeted. I have every faith in you not to half-ass it. If you haven't let us down, and even during those dark times, I knew in my blood you'd be only one person to deliver volume three. Oh, this is one person who said, okay. Then somebody replied uh, and said, I have every faith in you not to half-ass it. You haven't let us down. And even during those dark times, I knew in my blood you'd be the only person to deliver volume three and we'll do an interstellar job. And (laughs) so, yeah. And then he tweeted, he replied to that tweet, said, volume three is long past the first draft stage. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. 
Uh, I am excited for that. Lord of the Rings and Avatar 2 able to begin filming again as New Zealand returns to production through feature-length film television productions. Those filming in New Zealand may be able to resume filming very soon, including productions like Lord of the Rings and Avatar 2. Um, yeah, I, I forgot that they were doing this Lord of the Rings TV series. Um, but yeah, they're, New Zealand is like one of the best locations for any kind of movie that needs like an open outside beautiful fieldish space and forest and stuff like that and mountains and canyons because it's easier to get around and you know it's yeah um new zealand makes a shit ton of money on that and i don't blame them i would i would definitely capitalize on that shit if i you know ran that shit (laughs) um Oh, we'll close that. Cobra Kai renewed for season three. Okay, so this is that's an old article, but the reason I have it up is to remind me to remind you guys that so like the way we got season one and two. If you haven't seen Cobra Kai, you should. If you're a Karate Kid fan at all, you should watch Cobra Kai. And if you haven't seen any Karate Kid films, I would watch. I would watch the first two films. I I, I would watch actually. I'd watch all three of them. I would watch all three. You know what? Just watch everyone. Just watch all three and then watch the next Karate Kid with Hilary Swank and then watch Cobra Kai. Um, honestly, just do it because you know what? You're not doing anything anyway. We're in quarantine and Karate Kid 3 and the next Karate Kid are kind of bad, but you should just watch them. Um, the reason I have it, this old article brought up, though, is we all knew it was confirmed for season three. But the the reason the way we got season one and two was we got it around this time in the springtime on YouTube. And the way season three was going to work was they were going to release it for free with just ads. So. um, And we, we, we should have got it by now and we haven't. Um, that could be for obvious reasons, you know, that could be for the, due to the pandemic and things like that. That's clearly probably what it is. Um, but I watched a video that came out a few months ago of an interview. They were interviewing the cast at some other kind of premiere event, uh, film event or uh, like YouTube creator event or something. And, uh, Jola Mariwanya, the guy who plays Miguel in the in the show said that season three was done, was already done being filmed. It was done being filmed like, um, uh, you know, a little bit ago. So it was done being filmed before even all this happened and things like that. And, um, I watched another interview with him, a quarantined interview where he was on webcam, um, interviewing on another dude's, I think it was like a podcast or radio show or something. And he said the same thing that it was done being filmed and everything. So I'm sure at this point right now, they're just making editing and final cuts. And I think he said something like he's hoping that they're hoping that to get it out to us by like the summer or by fall. So I would love that. I season two ended on such a crazy cliffhanger, man. Oh my God. You should really watch Cobra Kai. You should watch all the karate kid movies and watch Cobra Kai for real. Woo, I told you, man. I told you I had a lot of news. Holy shit. We're now going to get into the anime news, and I have a lot of news there as well. So, uh, yeah, dude. Let's uh, let's go into the uh, anime news. But first, I'm going to take a small break right here. Yeah, check that out. Links.animesummit.net. You can find everything right there. Patreon.com slash Anime Summit. 
Um, you can become a patron today, get exclusive content. And right now, me and Danny and Nick and some other people are talking about what we're going to do for new tiers coming out. And um, it, it's really tough. I, 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 if I could do this podcast full time, I would, I would be giving you way more stuff. And for those of you who continue to patron, thank you so much. Um, and let me let me just say this, okay. Um, and I said this before, but like during these times right now, and even during not these kind of times, if you want to delete your patronship, man, I don't care. <laughs> like, you know, like it, I, I want to make sure that you know that. Cause I don't know. I don't know. I I'm, I'm such an anxious person that when people leave my server or, you know, leave the discord server or delete their patronship or whatever i'm so paranoid that i did something wrong or i don't know i i'm it's it's like it causes me a lot of stress and i probably shouldn't be um i probably shouldn't be a content creator or a podcaster if that's the case but um i'm just really sensitive and i i i if you got to delete your patronship man that's okay i'm i still love you i know you'll still listen to us whenever you want or if you never listen to us again that's fine too I just want to keep talking about anime and keep making content for you guys. So um, we are talking about doing new tiers. So those who are paying more will get some other exclusive stuff that only those higher payers will get and things like that. Also, follow AnatubeCon on Twitter right now. Um, if you, That's a virtual anime convention that I am a part of. That's um, at AnatubeCon, capital A, capital T, capital C. Um, the schedule is already up and that's going to be June 5th and 6th. So a month away from now and the schedule for each day is up right now. So you can go check that out. Follow AnatubeCon on Twitter to, for the latest updates. Okay. Um, the Weebologists are part of that. We got Sensei La Glove, Anime Summit, obviously Project Manga, obviously, cause they're the guys who started it. <clears throat> Anoxy from Project Manga started it. Um, Mouseless Wonder, uh, JD Legend, um, I think for Neverworld is also going to be doing a panel with Geek Iyer. Um, yeah, for Neverworld, like, <laughs> like one of the panels I'm doing, the I'm hosting the cosplay contest, and one of the panels I'm doing, oh no, the cosplay contest I'm doing on Saturday. It comes after the for Neverworld panel. Like it's, whew, wild. Yeah, for Neverworld. So. Yeah, it, I was asked to help out with this, so I am an AnatubeCon employee. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it, and we're going to be raising money for, for charity and COVID relief. So please join that. Be a part of that um, if you can. So here we go. Former Viz Media exec Rob Pareda moves to Netflix. Um, I don't know what that means. I, I think that's – I think he – he was like a Crunchyroll vice president in early two th- in the late two thousands. I I guess that means maybe he's got the know how, and maybe he'll bring more anime to Netflix. To be honest, I don't know why I read this to you. I don't care. Netflix sucks. Fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, third girls in Panzer Das Finale films production continues. Um, 
director Sutomo Mizushima revealed on Twitter last Friday that production is continuing for the third film in the six-part Girls in Panzer Das finale film series. The staff have started editing the film and are steadily preparing for dialogue recording to begin. Mizushima also revealed on Monday that dialogue recording has been completed for the Koya no Kotobuki Hikotai Kanzanban um, compilation film. The compilation of scriptwriter Michiko Yokode and Mizushima's original television anime project, The Magnificent Kotobuki, is scheduled to open this fall in Japan, and it will include new footage. So yeah, there you go, man. I I totally forgot that, because when we did our review, our spotlight for it, I totally forgot that the film was like part of a series of films. But yeah, Um, Mamoru Oshii's Vlad Love, the one with the vampire um, girl, is delayed due to COVID-19 pandemic. The announcement stated that the producers want to protect the anime staff, and they will announce the new release schedule after it is decided. And this was supposed to schedule in fall 2020. Golgo 13 manga goes on hiatus for the first time in 52 years. Uh, the Sankai Shimbun reported on Friday that the long-running Golgo 13 manga is going on hiatus in Shogakugan's big comic magazine for the first time in its 52-year run. After an agreement between author Takao Saito, Saito's production company, and the editorial department of Big Comic Magazine, the magazine's 10th issue will confirm the announcement on Saturday and announce the manga's return at a later date. Um, the announcement explained that it has been difficult for Saito production tens, Productions' 10 employees to do their work under the current state of the emergency in Japan due to the pandemic. As the employees are absolutely essential to the work on the manga, both sides of production and big comic trust to prioritize their safety. Um, yeah, 52 years, though. I thought that was crazy. I was like, oh, man. Like, you know, like oftentimes, especially nowadays, even before the pandemic, um, there were there are mangas out there just taking hiatuses due to this, due to that, due to someone's health, you know what I mean? Things of that nature. And so it was kind of common, but to see one that was running for 52 years finally just be like, nope, you know, it's crazy. Um, and for a good reason, too, you know. So um, here's some more anime hype. Super Cub Motorbike anime reveals first promo video and cast. The anime, uh, the novel, the novel is based on a novel. The novel story centers on Koguma, a high school girl, and Yamanashi. She has no parents, friends, or hobbies, and her daily life is empty. One day, Koguma gets a used Honda Super Cub motorcycle. This is her first time going to school on a motorcycle, running out of gas and hitting detours, becoming a small become a small source of adventure in Koguma's life. She is satisfied with the strange transformation, but her classmate Reiko ends up talking to her about how she also goes to school by motorcycle, and one super and then they become friends, and it looks really cool. This actually looks like a cute girls doing cute things that's actually like looks really good like actually has like like the colors are really nice the environment and the aesthetic look really cool the animation looks really nice um i'm watching the pv right now kind of clicking through it here it looks really cool like this looks like an anime that looks that could be really good i'm excited to, to watch that one um by the here's some more anime hype by the grace of the gods anime reveals additional staff um, the anime will premiere this fall. Funimation is co-producing and will stream the series. Um, this is an adaptation of author Roy and, Alice, and illustrator Ririna's By the Grace of God's light novel series. Here, let's click on this so I can give you a rundown of what it is. One day, the life of middle-aged Japanese businessman Ryoma Takabayashi came to a rather sudden and disappointing end. 
Ryoma had never had a blessed life, but after his death, three great gods sought his cooperation and reincarnated him as a child in another world with swords and magic. And we're going to close that right away because fuck that. <laughs> like, fuck off with that. God, moving on. Sorry. if you, I'm sorry if you love easy guys, but man, like just God, come on now. Um, <laughs> Wit Studios, great pretender animator. Here's some more hype, dude. Just some summer hype. Um, but this is going to be a Netflix one. So Wit Studios, great pretender anime. Uh, new video reveals June 2nd premiere on Netflix in Japan. So this is going to be in the summer. It's called The Great Pretender. Um, Makoto, Makoto Edomura is supposedly Japan's greatest swindler. Together with his partner Kudo, they try to trick a Frenchman in Asakusa, but unexpectedly get tricked instead. The Frenchman whom they tried to swindle turns out to be Laurent T- T- Laurent Thierry, or Thierry, a much higher-level higher, higher level confidence man in control of the mafias. Edamura is yet to find out what fate awaits him after having engaged in the Frenchman's dirty jobs. Uh, whoops. But yeah, this actually looks really cool. The visuals look really sweet. The art style looks really modern, really nice. Um, I, I like it. It looks really cool. Uh, Tokyo Game Show cancels 2020 event due to the pandemic. We talked about this already. I think I mentioned that already, but there was an update that said, while the Japanese announcement states that the staff is considering ways to hold the event online, the English announcement states more definitively that it is now planned to take place online. So that's, I mean, there's a lot of cons doing it. Uh, the con I'm a part of is doing it. You know, the, the Evo is going to do it. You know, we can find a way. And you know what? I th- I've, I hear a lot of people criticizing the 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 idea of online conventions or online game shows or online you know Evo and things like that. Look, <laughs> they could have just canceled it and left it at that, but instead they canceled they canceled it and are trying to find a way to still bring it to you safely online, directly to your home, and they didn't have to in my opinion, like, um, well, maybe they did have to for, you know, they didn't want to lose revenue, obviously, because maybe there's still ways they can make money by doing it online. And if you want to support these events, that, that that's even more so the point then. If you want to still support these events, even though they're physically canceled, now we can find a way to support them online. So, you know what I mean? Like, we got to support the things we love, Okay. Um, and if you want to, you know, do that, then I, I'm sorry. I just wouldn't complain about it at all. I wouldn't complain about them doing an quote unquote online version as the the whole online version versus, yeah, of course it's not going to be like the real thing, but at least this way we can still support it. And they, they, we can still technically quote unquote go to a con that way. You know what I mean? They're still finding a way to bring it to us and that's really cool. So Yeah. Here's some more anime hype. The hidden dungeon only I can enter. Light novels gets TV anime. Noir is the son of a minor noble with very little to his name other than a job offer, which is canceled before he can even start his first day. He does possess one rare trait, though, the magical ability to consult with a great sage. Even if using the skill gives him terrible headaches, unsure of what his future holds, he accesses the sage for advice on how to move forward and is directed to a secret dungeon filled with rare beasts and magical items. It is here that Noir will train, compiling experience and wealth until he's powerful enough to change his fate. So it's like solo leveling, but not. I don't know. Solo leveling is cool, by the way. Um, here's some positive pandemic news, which I think is really cool. Bandai Namco's group Seeds makes face shields for hospitals combating COVID-19. 
That's really cool. They um, donated 10,000 sets of these face shields and masks to Tokyo Medical Association last Tuesday. So on on top of wearing the the face mask, it's it's basically like this just clear plastic shield that goes over the face, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so shout out to Bandai Namco and Seeds for doing that. Crunchyroll adds City Hunter anime to catalog. If you have Crunchyroll, then please watch City Hunter. Um, that is for the U.S., Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa. No excuse. You gotta watch City Hunter now. Rio is Rio Saiba is the man, the man. Okay. G Kids and Shout Factory to release Roger Wave anime film on home video on August fourth. The film will be available for digital download and on demand, as well as Blu-ray disc and DVD combo pack, and standalone DVD. The release will include a new English dub and bundle an exclusive booklet with a statement from Yuasa. And hell yeah, dude. HBO Max to launch with 17 anime from Crunchyroll. That's Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, ReZero, Inspector, Keep Your Hands Off, Isaacin, uh, Roni Kenshin, Konosuba Seasons 1 and 2, Bungo Straight Dogs Seasons 1 and 3, Berserk Seasons 1 and 2, Common Area of the Iron Fortress, Kill a Kill, Your Lion April, Erased, Kiznaiver, Schwartzmarken, 91 Days, The Testament of Sister New Devil, Season 1 and 2, and Raka Braves of the Six Flowers. So yeah, dude, check it. Uh, I'm not going to get that. I'm, I'm not going to pay for HBO Max. Crying Freeman's Ryoichi Ikigami launches new manga in June. Hell yeah, dude. Crying Freeman is sick. Ryo, Ryoichi Ikigami, um, he did Crying Freeman. I, I love Crying Freeman. If I've, I still haven't finished it. I'm missing a couple of the big chunky volumes. But yeah, he's uh, starting a new manga called Begin. Um... Oh, no. No. They recently ended their Begin manga on January 10th. Shogakukan published the ninth and final volume on March 30th. Um, oh, so they haven't even named what it's going to be called. The magazine did not specify if the new manga will be a one-shot miniseries or regular series relation. Oh, man. I've never even heard of Begin. I should read that. Um, see if it's as good as Crying Freeman. Talentless Nana TV anime reveals main staff. Here's some more anime hype. This looks super cute as well. This is supposed to... Uh, when is this coming out? Oh, it doesn't say. Um, so this is just an announcement. An academy on an island in un un unavigable waiters uh, waiters unavigable waters. Uh, their students train tirelessly to fight back against the enemies of humanity. The protagonist, a student newly transferred there, also sets out with the intention of eradicating all enemies of humankind in an unpredictable intele- intellectual suspense story of justice and evil what <laughs> that's crazy um but the main characters look really cute um there's one key visual and it just shows the two main characters on the front uh, again urobuchi's obsolete anime releases mecha's 3d data online for free this was a youtube original apparently which i actually com- completely forgot about but it's a 3d cg big robot anime um and it was original work is originally made original work by again urobuchi um, the staff encourages anyone to use the data for their own projects freely, including for animation, games, and plastic model customization. Um, that's really sweet. Um, yeah, they released the 3D data for its 135 Motoroid ExoFrame robot model for free on the project's official website. So yeah, that's that's pretty sweet, man. Um, I don't really have any 3D software on my computer anymore. I got rid of it. Um, but I would I would li- I would have loved to download that and and mess with that just for fun. Um, 
That time I got reincarnated as a slime novels to enter final arc in 18th volume. That's right. The 16th volume of author Fuse and artist Mitz Vaz. That time I got reincarnated as a slime. A light novel series revealed on March 27th that Fuse is planning to start the story's final arc in the 18th volume. So that's not the last volume. They're just starting the last arc in that volume. So it could be, you know, it could be five, four more volumes from here. Who knows? But yeah, there we go. Uh, Protect Nezuko, Tanjiro, and more characters of the Demon Slayer Tamagotchi. Man, they are just coming out with all kinds of anime-fused Tamagotchis. There's the Demon Slayer one. There's the Evangelion one I talked about last week. And I think I saw another one. There was another one, too. Um, but, yeah. Tamagotchi is kind of... Uh, they, are, they are doing it up. That is going to be available uh, for $24. And they go on sale in October. Uh, quintessential Quintuplets Anime Season 2 delayed to January 2021 due to the pandemic. So, for those of you who are excited for 2020... Uh, or those of you who are excited for the new season... Um, it has now been delayed to January. So I think it was supposed to come out in the fall. So I guess not that much further than um, where it was supposed to be. But my teen romantic comedy Snafu anime season three has been rescheduled for July. Um, it was scheduled to premiere on April 9th late at night. Um, and then it was delayed. And now they have announced that it will be scheduled for summer. So it's supposed to be for spring season. It is now in the summer. Uh, Crunchyroll debuts Tower of Gods anime English dub on May 13th. We have uh, Johnny Ngabosh as Bam, Valerie Lowe's Lo- Loman as Rachel, Christopher Swindle as Heaton, Chris Hackney as Kun Aguero Agnes, uh, Matthew David Rudd as Rack, or Rock, um, Kira Buckland as Yuri. So yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I yeah, I didn't know they were already getting the dub on that. So yeah, Tower of God. Uh, Anaplex USA to release Demon Slayer commencing a Yaba anime on Blu-ray disc. Um. The company will ship the first limited edition Blu-ray disc volume, uh, which will include the first 13 apps on June 30th. The second limited edition volume, which will include episodes 14 and 26, will ship on November 24th. Um, Anaplex of America is partnering with Funimation to distribute the animated standard edition Blu-ray discs. The first and second standard edition volumes will ship in September 2020 and January 2021, respectively. Both limited edition Blu-ray disc volumes will include a soundtrack CD, illustration card set, booklet featuring character art, and scene designs with staff comments, box with cover art, and package illustrations by character designer Akira Matsushima. So that's pretty cool. Um, I might have to cop because I need more physical... I need more physical anime, and also I love Demon Slayer, so... Trigger premieres uh, brand new animal anime episodes 7 through 12 on Wednesday. The official website for Trigger's original television anime, BNA Brand New Animal, <clears throat> revealed on Tuesday that the anime's episodes 7 through 12 will premiere streaming exclusively on Netflix on Wednesday. The website did not specify if the premiere is Japan only or worldwide, although the previous six episodes are not yet available outside of Japan. The series. Director Yo Yoshinari, producer Naoko Tsutsumi, and storyboard Masahiko Otsuka will participate in a live stream discussion on Trigger's Twitch account to celebrate the completion of the anime beginning at 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern. Eastern. What, what's EDT? What's D? Eastern. Eastern dropkick time? I don't remember. On Wednesday. So, yeah, there you go, man. Uh, wait. Was that this past Wednesday? 
Yeah, that was this past Wednesday, so April 6th. But yeah, there you go. Um, here's some, here's the big pieces right here, man. Um, I guess technically this is not a big piece. It's a big piece to me, but it's not. Um, these next two pieces are big pieces to me, um, more so. Um, this first one more so to me than the second one, but triggers SSSSS dot, uh, Anime reveals cast and visual. The official website for Subaraya production and triggers new SSSSS.DinaZenon. Anime project revealed the anime's main cast and visual on Friday. Um, the anime is listed as being part of the Gridman universe. The companies have not yet revealed the format of the project. Gridman is credited with the original work, and Akira Amiya is returning from SSSSS.Gridman to direct the anime at Trigger. Um, the visual for it is just five kids um all with backpacks except for two through two or three of them actually it's two kids with backpacks and three other three other guys and um the main character on the front looks like this really badass like emo punk character which sen hated by the way and me and dr block were like oh we love it and yeah sen is a hater sen is sipping on hater aid um but yeah, I I'm excited. I if you listen to our decade apps, you spoiler alert, spoiler alert, Gridman was up there. Okay, I won't say which number, but Gridman was on my list and it was it was very much up there. So I'm excited for that. Um, this next piece is actually really big. It's also really big to me, but it is actually really big. Inuyasha sequel project seemingly revealed with character designs. Um, the visual for the upcoming Inuyasha related project Hanyo no Yasa Yasha um, it displays Seshomaru, the picture itself, the visual itself, disp- it looks like a movie poster. So it's most likely a movie. It does look like very much like a movie poster. And they, they also tweeted the character designs below. Um, we have three characters on the front. Um, one kind of looks like Kikyo and Kagome, but like with a serious face and more of a Kikyo face. Um, but it also, I, I don't know if it's, you know, what gender the character is. Then there's another character that's almost wearing kind of like a, a Western suit with a little, um, rope tie with short white hair holding a sword. And then another character behind that of a girl. Um, I think that's a girl and she's got a ribbon on her, her head. And then in the way back in black and white or gray and sepia, we have Seshomaru and Inuyasha. Um, a new Inuyasha movie that will feature the daughters of Seshomaru and Inuyasha and the character designs. If you, you can, I, I'll, I gotta, if you just go to, if you just uh, type in Inuyasha sequel project, you can find the tweets for it. And the tweets show, um, these character designs. Um, they don't say the names of the characters. Um, but I'm, I'm excited. I love Inuyasha very much. Me and Danny love Rumiko Takahashi. A lot and we love Inuyasha a lot so I when I saw that I was like fuck I was like I was so excited like that's super cool I'm excited to see that uh, a lot of people are saying oh it's Boruto but with Inuyasha yeah fuck you like people are excited people were excited for Boruto and I'm excited for this people are going to be excited for this so so you know go to hell uh Funimation here's the big piece at the end Funimation to hold virtual anime convention in July that's right. So Funimation announced on Monday that it will hold the Funimation Con 2020 Virtual Anime Convention on July 3rd through 
July 3rd and 4th, the company describes the event as a two-day stream of cosplay meetups, industry panels, Q&A sessions, and more. The Anime Lockdown virtual convention also ran from May 1 to 3rd. The event included industry panels, guests, included voice actors, and a variety of other anime-related programming. And then this year's Anime Expo convention was planned for July 2nd to 5th in Los Angeles, but they canceled it and just postponed it till next summer. So that's really cool. I mean, if, if we can get at least a virtual convention, that's really sweet. So that was kind of my big thing. I, the reason I wanted that to be a big piece is because the last couple of newscasts, I was talking about all the ones being canceled and where you could go to get your ticket refunded or or forwarded to next year and things like that. So these next couple of newscasts, I thought, I want to announce every, you know, anime convention that is going virtual. And so, you know, we had anime lockdown, which I didn't know about until like literally last minute. Otherwise, I would have told you all about that one. Um, but we have AnatubeCon, which is the first weekend in June that I'm a part of. And then we have FunimationCon 2020. And then, of course, we have the, the, the Summer Game Fest, which is going to be all virtual. Um, I believe that's in July, end of July or August. And then we have Evo. That's going to be virtual. So keep an eye out for all this stuff, man. It's something for us to do in the summer um, if we can't gather in super, super duper large crowds right away you know i imagine that when things slowly start opening back up you know we can start being in places like five ten at a time um but super big crowded stuff like concerts and things like this probably not for a while so um you know it's it's another option for you to attend a con and support um the con industry and the the con companies that you love so there you go who lad that is a lot of news that was a lot um Oh, I actually still made pretty good time. This one's only about an hour. So hell, hell yeah, we did it. I'm going to go work on some other Anime Summit stuff and probably play some more Animal Crossing. So, um, And also just a heads up, if you're part of our Discord and you want to play games with people, um, if you go to our games channel in our Discord and click the pinned messages, you'll see people's PS4 gamer tags pinned, people's Switch uh, Nintendo friend codes pinned, so if you're looking for, you know, a certain somebody like, oh, hey, I heard, you know, Sam's friend code was in here, you know, you can go in there in the pinned in the pinned section on the games channel of our discord. So there you go. Um, that being said, again, thank you guys. Every week you allow me some therapy. You allow me to forget about all my problems that I have going on to and you allow me to continue doing this every week. And I can't thank you guys enough for that. So thank you so much. I love you all very, very much. That being said, I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.